This is a teaser of an interview I did with Yasha Levine. This interview with Yasha Levine was recorded Wednesday evening just before we learned that Putin had invaded Ukraine. Yasha Levine is a Soviet-American immigrant, the author of the book Surveillance Valley, The Secret Military History of the Internet, and the co-host of the podcast The Russians. You can find his writing at yasha.substack.com, and you can follow him on Twitter at Yasha Levine. You can find the full interview at patreon.com slash the Katie Halper Show. Again, that's patreon.com slash the Katie Halper Show. If you don't mind, just tell people a little bit about the Azov. This will get you in a good mood. This will cheer you up. Oh, the okay. Azov the Battalion. Azov, yeah. Well, you know, the Azov Battalion is, is one of these like sort of paramilitary. It used to be a paramilitary. It was a paramilitary uh, force that was formed uh, in the early days of the uh, after the Maidan revolution as a way of sort of fight, as a way of defending Ukraine from you know like Russian aggression you know or on in on in the eastern part of the country and it was a paramilitary force uh, with overt Nazi symbol symbology and it was financed by the Ukrainian oligarchs in the beginning yeah uh, the Azov Battalion you know, is overtly neo-fascist, like overtly neo-fascist in terms of the insignias that they have, in terms of what the people who were interviewed who talked about, you know. And so that's how it was formed. As a battalion was formed uh, kind of to fight this kind of a Russian-backed separatists in eastern Ukraine. Um, and there were some pretty serious battles uh, in, in the early part of that war. It's, it's mostly quieted down and they're just some shelling on the, on the front lines these days. But there used to, you know, hand-to-hand fighting actual you know an actual war and 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 so they were crazy you know it was the people recruited to fight in the Azov battalion were these kind of like you know like neo-fascist thugs basically who were you know they're not not a lot of people who are will volunteer to go and fight and die killing russians you know or what they think is killing russians so and that's who they were and so but over the years um they've as a battalion's kind of gotten a lot more interesting it, over the, it, it wasn't it's it stopped being just a kind of irregular military uh, paramilitary force. It was, um, it was absorbed in, into the official structures of the Ukrainian army. So this overt uh, neo-fascist paramilitary was uh, was absorbed into the military, into the official military. So it's now like it has its own little you know battalion that's part of the uh, Ministry of Defense, you know, whatever the Ukraine's. Ministry of Defense that controls this stuff, and it sprouted its own political party <laughs> uh, that has that plays a big role in um, in uh, Ukrainian domestic politics, where it's constantly on the front lines of organizing marches, uh, you know, organizing uh, young people to be involved in politics from a very far right neo fascist uh, perspective. And their whole thing is that you know you cannot have peace with uh russia so you know they're one of the they've become one of the forces that is preventing um ukraine uh from uh kind of meeting the sort of the the, the fulfilling its obligation under sort of the minsk minsk accords or whatever the hell they're called but these a set of a set of a set of uh, um a kind of a plan that was agreed upon by ukraine by the by the separatist republics and, and, and several European uh, countries, where steps were taken to resolve this conflict between Eastern Ukraine and you know, the rest of Ukraine, and to eventually reabsorb the separatist territories back into Ukraine under new terms. 
part of that was like that they'd have some autonomy and they'd have like their own their own kind of it'd be an auton- autonomous regions but within Ukraine you know it's essentially kind of an independent republic but within Ukraine that have a, a lot more power over their own over over, over things in, on their own territory but but Ukraine has not fulfilled any one of the, the terms of, of those of those agreements the Minsk agreements uh, and partially that's because uh, there's huge pressure from the right of the country that any kind of any step in that direction to kind of to 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 give in to the demands you know of 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 eastern ukraine would be would be seen uh, would be tantamount to treason would be seen as capitulation to putin to be capitulation to the russian you know like uh to to to, to the russian enemy you know and so they're a big political force in ukraine right now and um and it's it all came out of out of out of a, out of a neo-Nazi battalion, you know that that was formed to fight um, people in East in in Donetsk uh, in the aftermath of the Maidan revolution. Yeah. You can find the full interview at patreon.com/slash/the Katie Helper Show. Again, that's patreon.com/slash/the Katie Helper Show.